Are you listening? Welcome back, Half Decent. Welcome back. How you doing? Great, thanks. Great. Good to see you. Uh, good to see you too. Great to have you on the show. Uh, today for the first time, I guess we would say, right? Yeah. Well, second time. We did two episodes before. We've done two before. Yeah. And then you're going to announce something now, which means this is a debut. This. Well, yeah. Well. This is a debut. This is going to be the first. This is the first podcast after rebranding, and also a special occasion because um, we are celebrating the release of your debut album, Groundhog Day, available available online worldwide right now. Make sure Everywhere, you go and grab yeah. a copy. Groundhog Day, half decent. It's taken a long time to get here, but... indeed. But it's a fantastic album. I, I really recommend it. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Well, I'm glad to be talking about it. And uh, definitely, yeah, thank, thanks for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure, man. It's a pleasure. Um, first of all, sort of like I've I've listened to album album multiple times now, and I personally really really like it. Um, it's a it's a it's a great piece of work. Um, so I wanted to sort of to start things off. I wanted to ask you. Um, I I just would like you to tell me and our listeners more about the album. Sort of why why is it called Groundhog Day and and how the whole album come about? Yeah, so the the, the term Groundhog Day is um, first of all I'm a big fan of movies and the album in itself has loads of movie references in it um, and a lot of my favorite movies throughout the years and one of them is Groundhog Day. The Bill Murray film came out in around '93. And I always love that every time I watch the movie, I find something new that I like. I find something new that I laugh at. And it's generally the, the whole metaphor around it, if you haven't seen the movie, is like your surroundings don't need to change, but your attitude can change towards how you see your surroundings and you can have a better life. You can look at, look at yourself and how you deal with your surroundings is actually more important than your actual surroundings themselves. Um, and with music, I've been doing it for 15 years now. And I always said to myself that I wanted a strong um, debut album or first album. And I've done compilations, I've done mixtapes, I've done EPs, and all of them have felt like their own thing or they felt like me learning how to rap, me learning how to produce, me learning how to tell a story and just trying things out. Groundhog Day is my first album, like in its entirety of me getting across the message of what Half Decent is. And I think that it's taken a lot of time to get to that. And the term Groundhog Day just, just fitted um, just with my mentality on Every single day I could be working on a track, I could be working on a new song, or I could be in the same surrounding, but it's how I look at it that changes. And it's how I look at life, not just musically, but personally as well, that matters the most. So yeah, the, 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 after, a few, after a few songs and when I started building the track listing a lot more, um, Groundhog Day just fitted. Um, and I was, I, it just... Every time I listen to the album, I've got a new favorite song, and it's it, it is definitely well. that kind of an album that like every time you listen to it, there is something different, and there is something for everybody on that album. Yeah, I think so, and it's it's that sort of thing where depending on like I can't stray away from it 
it is a rap album it is a hip-hop album but i've always said that my production isn't typical hip-hop production um there's there's some stuff on there that that is like sounds like 80s beats there's some stuff on there that sounds like scar or reggae and then other stuff that sounds a little bit more like traditional hip-hop or more commercial hip-hop and it's that sort of thing where the only thing that is continual is that i rap over various different styles of instrumentals and it's that sort of thing where you might listen to it one day expecting like the first time you hear it you might be trying to listen in for the hip-hop stuff but not notice the the kind of funk vibes or the kind of scar areas so Yeah, it's definitely uh, it's definitely the best well-rounded project that I've released, and the best thing that shows everything that I can offer as a, a musician, as an artist, as a rapper, that's as a stuff. as a lyricist. Yeah, that's great stuff. You 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 uh, you mentioned the the length of time that you've been in the music business for. So let me ask you this question: Why um, why did it take you fifteen years to release a debut album? And at the same time, do you think that the fact that it took you so long made it better because you developed as a person you developed as an artist yeah yeah i can't ignore um i can't ignore the fact that these songs are songs that i've i thought of a while ago whether it be the production or whether it just be the idea or the lyrics i had the ideas and i didn't know how to execute them the way i wanted to and it's almost like um, it's like learning any kind of skill. I, I didn't want to say those things or or record on those instrumentals or or talk about a certain topic without knowing that I was a hundred percent comfortable with what I was saying. And up until now, I think I've kind of I've always been myself, and I've always spoken about what matters to me but I might not have been as descriptive or I might not have told a story that's a narrative start to finish. Um, and that's where this album kind of comes together. If, if I would have made it when I first started, I would have done the same songs. I would have rapped over the same beats or, um, you know, kind of tried the same thing, but they wouldn't be as poignant and they wouldn't mean as much as they do now. Mm-hmm. It, it's almost like it took time for those ideas to truly grow into what they are now. And because of that, I may never have another album like this. Like it might, every album I make from now on might be, you know, it might take me a year to make an album and it sounds exactly how I want it to sound and I'll release it and I'll be happy with it. But it it might mean that the ideas don't have a chance to grow and I don't nitpick at them and I don't, um go through everything with a fine tooth comb and make sure that i'm truly saying what i want to say do you think so, that also the yeah. fact that it it took that while to to release it this album is very personal when you when you listen to all the lyrics um and it almost feels like with this debut album you wanted to get everything out in terms of your feelings your emotions and stuff and then all the next albums that you're going to be releasing or songs Uh, or projects are going to be won't be in a way burdened for lack of a better word by by all that emotion and all these all, all the feelings yeah well the, the reason why music to me is is what i do it really is like first of all just a a form of stress relief or relaxation or i find it fun 
Like yeah. that, that's why I make music. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it because I want to have that feeling. And, and, you know, I could have a really terrible day, really, really be down in the dumps and I'll make a instrumental that either sounds hopeful or it sounds depressing as hell. Yeah. And it's sometimes I write in that mode and other times I wait and I come back to it and think about how I really feel about that emotion and have to tap into it again. So to say that it's an album of emotions is, is very true because th that all of it is an emotion I've had or been around in the last 15 years of the music industry, or even just in my own personal life, yeah. there's, there's stress, there's happiness, there's pain, there's love, there's fun. There's all of that is encaptured in this project. And I think it's the best description of the life that I've had up until now. Yeah. Uh, and that, and that's just the way, the, the way it's come across really. Um, because that's what I like to do That's why I like to make music. So say like getting that emotion across isn't always as easy as like, just make it there and then, and then yeah. job done. Yeah. Um, sometimes you have to let it pickle, so to speak. You have yeah, to let yeah, it I, know, I know what you mean. I know yeah doing. um i know that both of us we sort of we grew up uh during the like the late 90s early 20 uh, early 2000s and and the idea of an album was a really big thing everyone yeah. was always yeah. working towards it everyone was always releasing it and and as a consumer or like or as a fan you were always looking towards the next release mm -hmm. do you think in 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 2020 releasing an album is actually still relevant or still needed like in to the in to, yeah to the industry no uh the music industry is not what it was 10 years ago let alone 20 yeah. um the idea of releasing an album is actually for an independent artist like myself it goes against all of the advice you get from spotify all of the advice you get on how people di digest music and it is like I had, I had loads of close friends say to me, why bother releasing an album? You have yeah. 18 tracks here. You could release one track a month and be set for a year and a half. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and the reality to me is it's this material is digested as an album. And I think, like I said, every single time you listen to it, you might hear something different, but if I were to put songs out as singles and build up, um, I don't think, I don't think the message for certain songs would have meant as much. Yeah. Um, and it's, I guess I have that old school mentality. I, I wanted to always release um, a solid album and yeah. I'm, I'm conf confident enough now to say that if I decided never to make any more music, I'd be happy with Groundhog Day. I'd be able to go, you know, if you want to know who I am as a person and you want to know what music was like for me, listen to Groundhog Day first. And if you like that, start digging back through yeah. the last 15 releases that I've released over the last 15 years. But that's, that's a different experience to me than if I were to release tons of singles. Um, yeah. Or even EPs, like smaller EPs was some, some suggestions that I had and, I just, uh, whether it's the old school mentality, um, maybe, but like, I genuinely feel like this project is best digested. Um, not just once, but Groundhog Day now, and probably for the next year and a half, it's all you'll hear from me. Every time you look at half decent, I'll be talking about this album. Yeah. This is what I'll be pointing to. 
and it might manifest in different ways there might be extra singles that come yeah. out and yeah. all sorts of stuff and there's loads of fun things i can do with it um but for now it's all pointing to this album and that's why that's this this is what i've been trying yeah. to achieve regardless of of what the music industry or or what other people yeah. might advise me better to well this project is definitely the, the type of project that it suits the the structure of an album just because if you listen to it start start to finish if you release that as if you release that as singles people wouldn't un, like i feel like people might not understand the the emotion and the intent behind every song whereas if you listen to it start yeah. from start to finish you do get it you do get to see what half decent is feeling as you go through it yeah and i think hopefully like not just myself but i i like to try and be relatable to people as well so i want people to listen to it and go oh that might have happened to me or i know that 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 that's that's happened to somebody else you know yeah it's it's almost like an introduction to stepping into into a world that is or has been my last 15 years yeah but I'm I'm no one special. I'm just a guy that makes music and, yeah. and writes lyrics. So someone else will probably listen to it and go, "Oh, okay, that I've I've had that experience or I know someone that's had that experience." Yeah. And that's that's who this album is for. This album isn't for the people who want to find a song on their playlist and go, "All right, I've got my new favorite club song or I've got my new favorite, you know, workout track yeah. like this you know there's some of that you you might listen to the album and go oh this is going on my gym playlist but yeah. really it's not necessarily for all of that so let it's, me ask uh, you this yeah. let me ask you this based on on what you just said um obviously you you as an artist um you, you like and you are very lyrical this album is also very lyrical um Do you think that that type of hip hop, that type of rap and that type of music now- nowadays is still relevant for lack of a better word to to the masses to to a large amount of people because you you know you it's very easy nowadays to make a you don't even need any you just need a good hook or and that's it and and that's all people remember there's like this yeah. there, there was this song by Eminem on Jay-Z 50 Cent and all these all these Dr. Dre as well uh, syllables and like the lyrics in that song is that people all, all people care about is is a good hook and that's it and and even looking now at examples of like Eminem for example who is also very lyrical and he's clearly having fun with the with words with rhyming and everything but people don't respond to it nowadays the same way as they used to yeah i think it depends on first of all like regardless of how great a rapper eminem is like and i'm going to i'm going to say he's all, he's one of the reasons i do this like yeah. seeing him live made me realize that one person could talk and create emotions like over over like it was like so i'm not taking anything away from eminem Yeah. But the one thing that I think we forget about him is that he hasn't he's he's never really been underground and successful. So he's okay. he's always been a great lyricist, he's always been great storytelling like ever since the even even before the Slim Shady LP, like the Slim Shady EP was where most of 
uh, most of those songs came from. And he used to be able to tell great stories and he has done from the beginning. Like, but he's, ne- he's always been a pop artist. And I think that we, for- we forget that. We forget that My Name Is was the big, like what, it was one of the biggest pop songs. It sounds it to me like you're trying to diss Eminem right now. This, you've heard it here first. I'm coming at you, Em. <laughs> no, no, no. All, like, but that's like, as fans of hip hop, we, yeah. we don't love those pop songs as much. When you listen to the Slim Shady LP, it's very easy to skip My Name Is and start with Guilty Conscience mm-hmm. and just go, I want to start there because My Name Is is just, you know, him dissing all the pop stars. It's the same thing with Marshall Mathers LP. Everyone talks about what an amazing album that is. But Real Slim Shady was a song that he made so that he could have a single. Because yeah. he wanted my, um, uh, The Way I Am to be the single. But the record label were like, no, you need a chart single. Yeah. So it's, it's hard for me to disassociate Eminem as a pop artist. And I always say that like the Eminem show is the first time that he brought everything together and just nailed it. His production was incredible. The hooks were incredible. Like Till I Collapse is one of the best rap songs that exists. Oh, I love that song. Um, yeah. The third verse on that is flawless. I don't think there's many verses better out there. Uh-huh. Um, I could probably dig and find some, but when you look at what's on that, Business is not a pop song, but it sounds like it. Without Me is the single that came out, but even lyrically in there, same things like um, infesting in your kids' ears and nesting, the best thing since wrestling. It's like yeah. the flow and the way he uses it was just a different level. Yeah. So I always say that that to me was the album where I was like, right, okay, he's now not just making, making a few pop singles with an underbed of, of rap. So <laughs> when I look at it, I just wonder how much of our past was us actually listening to pop music. And when, when I think about it like that, you then look at Eminem in today's world. He's not, he's, he's still not making underground rap. And that's where a lot of his albums have, have kind of struggled, like recovery struggled um, because he was trying to make that kind of pop music. And struggled how? Because it definitely sold well. Struggled to be big with the, with the hip hop, like okay. with, with the hip hop culture. Like it's, yeah. it's very, it's very hard for people to, I mean, Snoop Dogg said it recently. He was like, Eminem will never be in my top 10 because it, it, like, there's so many other storytellers out there that rap on, on hip-hop beats yeah, and, and, and that, that speak to Snoop more than Eminem speaks to Snoop. Yeah. Um, and I just I wonder how much of that is the time that we're in or how much of it is Eminem was just always good in the pop world and then gave us an album full of of great lyrics so we were satisfied well and perhaps it was a mixture of everything meaning like he was he he, he was uh able to be packaged like he had the whole he was able to be marketed marketed in yeah. a specific way because he was he was the bad boy he had the lyrics and and rhymes he had the yeah. sounds he had a great producer in dr dre yeah and all of that just came together right and then when you look at things like D12, which is right after the Marshall Mavis LP, no. um, the Devil's Night album is, is some of Eminem's best work, like some of his rhyming best skills. And so or D12 like kind of get overlooked, but they're really good in their own right as well as rappers. Yeah. But the, produ- the production on that is the kind of raw hip hop album that any Eminem fan would want to hear now. 
but you but no one ever talks about devil's night as an album where eminem's done great work they always yeah. skip over it and go yeah well you know marshall mavis lp was the last great thing i heard from him yeah but, but really it's like well well no like that came out eminem show came out the bad meets evil stuff with royce is great yeah. like he's he's given plenty of underground hip-hop stuff yeah. but it hasn't sold as much as things like recovery and it hasn't sold as as much as i can't even remember what was the one that america the the one that had the american flag on the front cover i can't even remember it now uh, uh revival revival was it yeah it was revival see that yeah. album to me like lyrically he brought it but the the production didn't didn't fit everyone and- shits on it i like it I know it's yeah, it's it very all over the place because it's like there's some there's songs that it just doesn't flow well when you if you listen to it yeah. sort of single by single you would be okay but if like if you listen to it as a project it doesn't make sense but but that's the thing maybe it's just Eminem struggling in today's world like like I said maybe it's that like when is he gonna just drop singles like, do you know I don't what think I mean? he's not cut from that cloth. Meaning, like, what? Exactly. What, exactly. exactly. Yeah, he's. Yeah. And, he's not. He's not going to drop a club song. And when he does, it sounds cringy now because he's a. He's, yeah. he's an older. He's I think the last one. I club. think the last one was a with like uh, Akon featuring Eminem, right? Smack that. That one. That was, that was the club song that. Uh, the Nate uh, smack that. Yeah, with and then shake that ass with Nate Dog. That was before, I think. Was that before? Maybe. Maybe there was a club on, on his latest album. There's, there's a, a song that's about being in a club and him picking up a girl. And it sounds quite cringy. It's almost <laughs> like that's not, that's not the Eminem that we know anymore. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, I think that, you know, it'll probably happen to me. I've had, I've had all this time to fester on one album and decide how I want it all to sound. So I'm uh, a little bit more privileged in that sense, but um, I don't well, to, to go back to your original question. I think that the, I think good hip hop exists and good rap exists if you find it, I just, I would actually challenge that it has never been those artists that we always aspire to. Like the, like the 50 cents, the Dr. Dre, the Snoop Dogs, the Eminem, they have, they have had a huge advantage at their first album or their first single, making them blow up in most cases. And if you look at their underground stuff, that's where they're doing the stuff that people wish they did now. But mm-hmm. what if they were to do that now? It just wouldn't. It wouldn't land. Yeah. And Fifty Cent's another good example. His whole um, Guess Who's Back album and his Power of the Dollar album. Some really good underground hip hop on that, and some of his best work. Um, yeah. Obviously, Get Rich or Die Trying is the is the pinnacle for that. Yeah. But if he were to release Get Rich or Die Trying now, he'd probably just offend a load of people. Oh yeah, for sure, absolutely. I mean, yeah. Like, obviously, know. times have changed. If Eminem, if Eminem was like, if imagine if Eminem now nowadays in twenty twenty released the uh, the song called Kim, like he would yeah, just yeah. that's like cancelled straight away, even before like after you hear the first few few words. But like, well, I think he'd also he'd have to make a music video for it if he wanted to release it now, and I think that's <laughs> where it would get worse. But if you think about how Stan was as a music video, that was that was hard to watch. When that first came out it's that like, song is song and video are just like full of emotions and and like yeah. it's, it's just fantastic absolutely fantastic but um, um 50 cent has said it many times like um hip-hop music is pop music it's just yeah. you, you you sort of package it different you you rap on it but it if you want it to blow up if you want to be mainstream it is pop music because that's yeah. what sells yeah that's what sells uh but yeah. like 
they all obviously have their devoted fans and and one sort of after listening to your to your album um one parallel that i could uh sort of say between you and Eminem is that you both are uh, playing with words and you hear the and you you hear you hear the enjoyment just rhyming words together and that's You're what's really so cool about it. You're really trying to start this uh, half decent Eminem beef, aren't you? No, First no, no. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> now you're comparing us. Um, I'm just saying that, like, because <laughs> I, I asked, I asked the question about like lyri- <laughs> lyrical music, and and yeah, on your album, and and you as an artist from your previous releases that I've heard, you just, I can hear that you enjoy rhyming words together and seeing, you know seeing if you can say something a different way that rhymes with something that you wouldn't necessarily rhyme it with on a daily basis. Yeah. So it's like, it's for, for me, it is, um, I always say that I'm not necessarily a rapper, like I rap, but yeah. I, t- I try and tell stories or I try and be descriptive or I try and share those emotions. So for me, a verse or, or kind of like, there'll be a mixture of flows. There'll be a mixture of cadence changes, and I want that lyrical ability to be there because I know what I look like. I know that I'm a guest in the house of hip hop and I need to prove myself. Like yeah. I know that people are going to look at me. I think the first review I ever got was like, he looks like a bass player, but he raps. <laughs> okay. And it's like, I can't disagree with that in any way, shape or form, especially 10 years ago. Like not every, not everyone rapped really. Mm-hmm. Um, now you can find a lot of rappers, but for me, it's all about the description and then the wordplay and the flow. Yeah. So it's like, um, like if I, if I had a typical verse and it was like, welcome to the country where we live through torture, poor with no water when you turn every corner, constantly sold on this social world order as technology grows, so do social disorders. Past the council brought the creme brulee of the crop, mind tied up in knots as anxiety rots, they're shivering lots. Would you even stop? It's like, it's, it's little things like that where I'm trying to tell a story, but I'm also just trying to play with the words and play with the flow. Yeah. And it's, is that, that's what I, what I, that's what makes it fun. That's what, that's why I do it. Um, you can definitely, I could, I could do it and not say anything. Yeah. Um, I could rap for years going blah, 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 blah. There's plenty of that. There's plenty of that out there. <laughs> exactly. But, but for me, it's more to say things like, you know, um, you know, this isn't everyday rap. Um, oh, sorry, this isn't fug rap. This is everyday people got to get the bus rap. Bottom of the barrel, hungry, unwilling to eat scraps. Hardcore like Terry Funk falling onto thumbtacks. So that's the kind so, of like, all of that to me is what's fun. Yeah. Um, I like, I like to tell stories. I like to rhyme words and sometimes it's, sometimes it's depressing. Sometimes it's happy, you know? Yeah. Um, so, so if, if, if that's where you compare me to Eminem, then yeah, fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sort of t- to round it up, uh, let me ask you this question now, now releasing your debut album, um, what do you what do you think about the current state of rap and hip hop music? I always just go back to there's good stuff if you want to find it. Um, all of my even ten fifteen years ago when people were listening to Fifty Cent, yeah. I was listening to Immortal Technique, and I was listening to the tone deaths of the world, the tech nines of the world, the 
you know, the, the, the underground hip hop scene is, has been thriving for years. You've got cannabis, you've got Jedi mind tricks, you've got all the stuff that Vinnie Paz has released. You've got slain. You've got people that have built careers without being popular. Yeah. But they've had enough so that they can constantly release music. And that to me is where I look for hip hop. I don't ever look at the charts and go, well, this, this is great. Um, the closest I've ever got to it. Um, you, you hear like Kendrick Lamar probably was the, like the most recent that I remember hearing about him first. Like I heard about him because he was with Dre obviously. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. then the first time I heard him was when his album came out. I didn't hear any mixtapes. I didn't hear anything before. Um, the closest was the recipe that he did with Dre, but then like by that, by then the album came out and I was like, right. Yeah. Kendrick's incredible. And, and he's kept that up. But I think if you look in the, in the underground of, of hip hop, UK hip hop as well, there's, there's still so many people releasing good music that you can't ignore it. Yeah. Um, Unless you want to, unless you want to ignore it and you get your music from, you know, the, the chart radio or from Instagram and that sort of stuff. There is an uh, oh. there is there is an abundance of good music. You just got to be sort of willing to look for it a little bit. Yeah, just look for it. Like, and and it's. Um, I guess I I'm saying that because like I know I know I'm not going to be promoted on national television. So I'm saying go out there and look for. You know, if you want to start well, it's somewhere, worth it. start it's worth it. If we take your album as an example, it's definitely worth it. Yeah, and it, it's like like I think that anyone who's listening to this who hasn't heard the album, go on go on Spotify, go on Apple Music, type in Half Decent, Groundhog Day, have a listen, and if you like it, purchase the album. Like, go, yeah. go on halfdecentmusic.com and support so support me as an artist so that I can be the next person who has constantly released good music throughout yeah. however many years. And it, it's it, it takes that support sometimes for people to do it. One of, one of my favorite rappers, Tone Deaf, he, he's, he's from New York. He's, he's had loads of success. Um, he's still a graphic designer as his day job because music doesn't, doesn't pay his bills. Yeah. And I often sit back and go, well, I've bought all of his releases, but if I actually reached out to him to say, man, keep this up, this is incredible. Yeah. And so the way we digest music now is just so different. We, we, yeah. we, we just inhale it and then yeah. forget that it exists well um, definitely yeah definitely uh for for everyone listening and watching go out then and support good music uh because it's really worth it um how you already said that but uh people can find your uh buy your album on uh halfdecent.com halfdecentmusic.com um or halfdecent.bandcamp.com yeah um I got to say, shout out to Gets Louder. Shout out to Quick Fix Recordings for helping me. They're uh, they're pushing my music out there, and everyone who's involved in this album. You've got Theoretical, you've got Heights, you've got Taz, you've got Recognized from Strange Music. Yeah, like so many people involved in this. Devilish as well, Sheldon yeah. the Rapper, um, and most of it is me. But the influences from everybody has come in, and it's it's been an incredible process to finally get it out. Yeah. So it's available to buy worldwide right now on those websites and will be available to stream on the 20th of 20, what is it? 25th, 25th of September. 
available on Spotify and all the major streaming platforms. All, all your all your favorite stream, streaming. Fantastic stuff. Yeah. Go and go and make sure you go and buy it and 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 support good independent music because it's really worth it. I really recommend this album. Um, Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it's, it. It's been a real pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you for coming on. Anytime, man. Anytime. I'm sure there's going to be plenty more. Thank you again and take care. Thank you guys for listening and see you Click next week. Subscribe. Click subscribe. If it's wherever it'll end up being. Yeah. Take care. Yeah. Bye.